Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going to me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Realest Podcast 7, we back, baby. It's episode 191. It's your boy C. Diddy. I'm at makes me sick. Dan's here. I'm here. Say what's up to the people, Dan. Hookah! <laughs> <laughs> um, here recording this. Uh, t- today's. I tried my hardest not to laugh at that. Today's date is Sunday, February 20th. It's All Star Sunday. Can we start with All Star? Yeah, that means All Star Saturday already happened. Today. was yesterday. Uh, hashtag. We're, we're recording in advance because Chad's gonna be away. <laughs> I'm gonna be away. I'm gonna be abroad. Yeah, acting a fizzle. Abroad. A shizzle. Um, and uh, we might have to defund certain elements of All Star Saturday. Not the whole All Star Saturday. That dunk contest last night was ass. <sighs> Your way said the whole thing was a six. Yeah, yeah the- he said this dunk contest is a six. <laughs> The, the the NBA is has really gotten to the point where they're like, listen, we know what these niggas like. All right, right. they like Lil Baby, they like Migos, they like Lil Wayne, they like Meek Mill, they like Meek Mill, they like what's the nigga with the blonde hair, Drew Drewski, <laughs> they like a bunch of bitches with big butts. Yeah, they like Ice, they like DJ Khaled. Let's just throw all of that at them, and hopefully they'll not even pay attention to the fact that we have nothing yeah, to the, bring. The actual program itself stinks. It, it, <laughs> it's really gotten to the point now where it's a, it's an awful product. Yeah, we were recording just making jokes about the shit, and in the process of it, if y'all are on the Patreon <laughs> or go to Patreon.com/slash/officialtr, we've created a new show. <laughs> The episode we did while the game, it was because we were just bidding on the shit that was going on. And it's just like, yeah, that's it's it's just something to watch to make fun of now. Fucking Gunner had on mascot hands. Yes. <laughs> I can't get over that. The Phoenix Suns gorilla he had hands. on mascot Rapping. hands. <laughs> Rapping. One thing I can say about Gunner that's commendable is that he is committed to the drip unlike anybody I've ever seen. No, he will he's go. Not. He's. Fab is way more committed. No, Fab's just an asshole. Fab, did you see a skeleton yes, outfit man. he had on today? Nigator. Yeah. Nigator. <laughs> <laughs> Get a load of Nigator over here. So the problem with Fab. Nigator. The, pro- the problem with Fab <laughs> is that 
Fab telegraphs all his punches. Yeah. The way Gunna assembles his outfits, even the ridiculous ones, are like, I didn't really see that coming. Fab. I mean, do you have older aunts? <laughs> I've seen it coming. I've been to church. I've seen it coming from 77. <laughs> I've been to a function of two. The, the problem with Fab, Fab has the mannequin aesthetic to his yeah. legs. Like, yeah. you walk in Jimmy Jazz, yeah. that's Fab. Today, for those of you that didn't see it, go to Fab's. The sassiest, the mannequin that stands like this. Yeah. The, the mannequin that does know what these bitches right. want from a nigga. Right, right, That's right. Fab's whole aesthetic. Yeah. So if you go to Fab's IG page, My Fabulous Life, he today, well, yesterday, because it's Monday now, but t- whatever day it is in uh, real real world time. In, in the metaverse. In the, in the niggaverse. Uh, Fab has on the red Vanson Supreme mm-hmm. collab jacket the jacket is a banger it's got the skeleton on it whatever whatever that is what you call in fashion a statement piece meaning you don't mix that up with no more skeleton once you no. got that jacket on you no. are done with the skeleton for Those, the day no skeleton leggings no <laughs> no skeleton socks none of that it shit. ain't no skeleton belt no, like, no screen mask none, hey, of that shit. none of that shit you don't have like an x-ray helmet on where you can see your skull like yeah. none of that shit like no skeleton nothing but what Fab does, and this is why I say he telegraphs his punches, Fab will go skeleton jacket, skeleton shirt, red leather skeleton pants. Right. And y'all ain't going to never see this coming. I got on the white with the red Micah Mary Jordan one with the skeletons on it. Right. And it's just like. At least he didn't go full nigga and put the skeleton McQueens on. Because <laughs> we was at Neva's and she was like, oh, I got something in your size I think you'll like. And she bored him out, and she opened the box. I could see it. And she, I was like, oh, no, no. I, what the fuck am I going to do with those? The red skeleton jones. I didn't even know they had those yeah, jones. real jewels. Go ahead, get your shit. Yeah, so, so Fab is like, Fab is like red and white, red and white, red and white, mm. white and red. You mm. know what I'm saying? This is how you break it up with the white and red. It's like, no, nigga, you are dressed like Eddie Murphy. Like, yeah. you didn't break anything up. You mm. He had on Python. You got on motherfucking skeleton. Like, this is not a good look. People like people are on my, I put it on my story, so people are like, yo, I think this might be his, his worst lay. I'm like, all right, so what's worse, this or the strawberry kiwi? What was that? You don't remember the strawberry kiwi? He, he put it on Snapchat. He had on a, uh, he had on a red, he had on a, red sweatsuit and a green jacket or something, but he put strawberry kiwi and he put the fruit emojis <laughs> next to it. Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> you gotta see this shit. This shit is unbelievable. Fabulous. This is the stuff of legends. It, it comes right up. Like, I didn't even finish typing. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was the green with the red. Oh, yeah, that's pretty awful. <laughs> strawberry kiwi with the fruit at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? For the viewing public out there watching this shit. So, uh, yeah, Fab is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And then the NASCAR joint was pretty bad also. He had on the NAS- the DuPont NASCAR everything. He had the jeans on. I said, I didn't even know they made the jeans. Where did he get the jeans from? He must have got the jeans from Jeff Hamilton himself. I remember he had a joint on Snapchat where he had on like a, it was like a Chick-fil-A soccer jersey. But he and it, oh, you could get this dick fillet on, on Sunday. <laughs> it's crazy how people just do this. That's funny as shit. His, his, his outfits are cataloged. They're yeah. terrible. Yeah, this was the other. One. This is a pretty bad one too. Uh, damn, it's fuzzy. It's fuzzy. This was pretty awful as well. This is the Puerto Rican edition. Yeah, this is bad too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, bell green, those green leather bell green bottoms. leather bell bottoms. Yeah. Yeah, this one right here I'm looking at. He has on the, uh, I think it's Masoni Supreme collab with the pink Jordans. That one's pretty pretty nasty also. 
the green the others with the Eddie Murphy with the Eddie Murphy yeah. jacket. Yeah. Well, not the Eddie. That was the semi. Uh, Arsenio yeah, Hall with the from Jets Coming jacket. Yeah, Excuse his, me. Fab's outfits are ridiculous. What's more ridiculous, Fab's outfits or rap bars at times? The outfits got the bars beat. You think? Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, no, you might be you might you might be right because yeah. every time something happens social media worthy, niggas hit us with the fab, the meme, fab meme with the fake dog, bars. Listen, listen. <laughs> when I looked up Fab Fifty Words bars, it was Jones. I didn't even know he did that said in a rap. Um, she fucking like a nigga, call her a she male. I'm like, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> fab is a wild. Yeah, that's guy. Twilight Zone right yeah, there. Fab is crazy. Fab. <laughs> You know, that suicide line, I'll never get over that. Suicide was ridiculous. And I, it was, you know me, I'm always a step behind. Like, I got to get put on. When I heard it, I was just like, what the fuck was that? And then sure enough, it became like the what the fuck bar of culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, where do we start with this? Oh, the, the All-Star Weekend. All-Star, All-Star Weekend, All-Star so, yeah. Saturday. Uh, mascot hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, the, the NBA does a real good job of incorporating nigga culture because nigga culture is what powers the National Basketball Association. What is it? 80% of the players are black. Uh, probably like another 45% of coaches and another like I mean, 30-40% of front office. I mean the goings-ons of like the fans and everybody in and around the NBA. Like it's a it's a game geared towards and Even the white fans of the NBA are kind of niggery a it's little bit. Mike Rubin's a <laughs> nigga. Yeah, Mike, Mike Rubin did more for black people in the last 10 years than the United States government. No, Mike Rubin did as like, that's the uh, part owner of the Sixers, but it's not what you would think when you think of part owner of a sports franchise. Mike Rubin is down there off-white, the fuck up, <laughs> platinum rolly, the fuck up. He had two watches on one day. Like, Yo, Mike Rubin really be hanging out with these rap niggas. Like, so yeah, it's, the, the white Sixers fans are definitely a little ghetto, you know what I mean? But that's... That's the Scranton co- co- coalition. Yeah, what's going on, my guy? Those those <laughs> yeah. white dudes. Yeah. yeah, like so. The NBA just in general does a real good job of gearing towards and centering their their showcase around mm-hmm. urban culture. Yes. So you know, it's not we don't got to wait thirty eight years into Super Bowls to where we like finally we get some rappers on stage for halftime right. show. No, it's they, like every every like, week, baby. They like no halftime show. We Khaled bringing everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Khaled already had all that. He bringing everybody. So. The the goings ons and All Star Weekend is let's keep it a rip let's keep it a bean it is a nigga holiday nigga holiday that's what it is sure. All Star Weekend is just it's that like when niggas finally become grown that's one of like their like it's a rite of passage checklist yeah. like you know you remember when All Star Weekend was in Philly yeah, yeah. niggas st- who needs an alarm in the morning. When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Still talking about that shit to this day. No, because AI had the gallery party, but Shaq had the party. It was somewhere else. And just like that sort of shit. Like, it becomes the thing of lore. Like, if you get, once you get grown and you start moving around the world, you know, it's just certain things you got. You got to go to Wet Willie's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> take, a, take a picture with a slushy up on the second <laughs> deck. You know what I mean? You got to go to uh, take a picture in front of Jay-Z's old project. You know what I mean? And you got to go to All-Star Weekend. Yeah, Jay-Z's old project is like nigga Stonehenge. Yo, yo, yo. 
that shit is. Remember how big of a deal they made last year when Drake no. went and shot the video there? No. They was like, no, he really had Marcy. What? No. Yes, with the Israeli yeah. guard yeah. for you niggas. You better not yeah. run up on Drake. Marcy Projects is, what's the joint with the big trees? Yosemite Park for niggas. <laughs> like, like, you gotta get there one time in your life. That's real. I've been to Brooklyn 50 times. I never even thought about never going over there. Never thought about it ever once. Our, sh- our New York show is in Brooklyn. I'm not yeah. going by Marcy. Are you shitting me? I want some steak and a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. Show me to the, point me to the gentrified part yeah. of Brooklyn, please. Real shit. But there are just certain things that in our culture, you know, you want to get to at least once. And All-Star Weekend is one of them. So the weekend itself, the hose is, is all, it's funny, but like all of the, uh, What's the proper term for prostitute? Because a prostitute is legal. Um, illegal, right? Prostitution is still le- illegal. Yes, yeah. for sure. They're making everything legal. <laughs> Except certain parts of uh, Nevada. It's, it's, okay. it's, uh, it so is legal. So the uh, sex workers? Yes, sir, sex workers. Yeah. Way to, way to step into the new millennium. Yeah, I pulled that one out. Well, but all the sex workers. We got to have a sex worker episode because... There's a, a lot of, uh, what do you call it, contradicting information on social media. Like, on one hand, I see, like, a lot of women be like, support sex workers and blah, blah, blah. And then another hand, I see, like, those same women or, like, their cousins, like, these sex-working-ass bitches selling all this pussy. I can't find a good man. So we need to have a sex worker episode to really dive into, like, the psychology and the economics of sex work in the modern era. Oh, I thought you were just trying to go viral. <laughs> That's, that, that's definitely going viral. That's clearly the theme. You that's our ticket to the sheet. Bring up some sex workers, punch one of their lights out, and <laughs> go viral. Let me, so let me ask you some serious question. How many dicks you ate this week? You know what I'm saying? What's your average dick-eating rate? But the uh, all of the sex workers who I see, well, not on paper sex workers, but the uh, alleged sex workers. Right. Were in the... Uh, so suspected of sex workers. Were... were just spontaneously in the Cleveland area this week. In the Cleveland metro. And, and I thought it was kind of <laughs> crazy because it was like, you know, short of a, of, of a Bone Thugs reunion concert. There's no reason to go to Cleveland. I, Jim Brown's already in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't we, see. We are, we're still a ways from Cincinnati. It's yeah, not Adrian Broner you know, weekend. You know, I, 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 I just find it kind of wild that so many of the women on my Instagram Explore page were in Cleveland. Yeah. This week, you know what I mean? So it brings that element out. And the NBA, while they've done a very good job in catering, if you will, I ain't even going to call it pandering because I think they genuinely fuck with oh, yeah. the goings-ons, what it creates, the energy around it, all of that. While they've done a great job at catering towards us and the culture, the, the showcase that they put on has not evolved at all. Like how we talk about Black History Month. Yeah. The NBA All-Star Saturday night is still the dunk contest, the three-point shootout, the skills challenge, and now they have the Antetokounmpo brothers versus the team who actually plays here yeah. versus this white three, guy. Three random doing, niggas. Yeah, like, <laughs> three it, random it, niggas and a white ball. <laughs> you, you remember when they used to do an NBA legend with a current NBA player with a female player? I mm-hmm. liked when they did that. Yeah. Like, they would have, like, Reggie Miller with whoever plays for the Indiana female team with I think it's you, the fever. I don't know why I yeah, know that. With with uh with uh Lance <laughs> Stevenson. With a fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> then they would have Oh you, yeah, the super bad John <laughs> that's sponsored by Adidas is on the fever. That's I why know. I know. But I liked when they did that. But all in all, the the going zones of All Star Saturday night have just not improved at all. Yeah. They've to me they've kind of fucked up the three point shootout. How you how you mean? 
the three-point shootout traditionally used to be four orange balls, one re- rainbow ABA ball in every rack. Five yes. racks, you got a chance to get 30 points. Now, you can take all your money balls and put them in one rack. You got a fucking beach ball <laughs> that they're throwing at. The, it just is bizarre now. You know what I mean? Sponsored by Mountain Dew. Yeah. Electric and, Shock. Yeah, and, and the, the just... The goings-ons of it, it's not the way it used to be. Like, you remember when Craig Hodges hit 19 in a row? Mm-hmm. In the three-point? That shit was, like, amazing. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it, and the dunk contest has literally gotten worse and worse and worse and worse and worse every year. Yeah, there's and, no incentive for the top people to participate in and, this shit. And Kenny Smith, Reggie Miller, and now somehow Dwayne Wayne has scumbagged his ass <laughs> into being on there every year. Gabriel, you ain't told that nigga, get out there, go, yeah. stand up, assert yourself. Go yeah. out there and tell him you deserve and, the opportunity. And they're, they're <clears throat> left with the daunting task of selling it to us at home. You know what I'm saying? Right. To the point where they're like commenting on it and saying shit, and you're watching it like every dunk, it, the dunk go in. Oh yeah, the dunk contest back. This is it, baby. This dunk contest, and it's just like, no, oh, this shit is. Terrible. Nigga missed 18 dunks already. I see, and then Reggie explains what just happened. Obi Toppin go through his legs with the reverse. He went through his legs the other way, Kenny, and it's just like, yo, this shit is terrible, yo. Yeah, it's it's not, awful. It's not a good product. So the 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 this the, is a good product right here though. That's yeah, a, she's nice. The um the, go, the the goings ons of the what was the 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 team thing? The Ante the Kumpo brothers versus Team Cleveland. That shit was weird. It you know I took Cleveland to win it. They won it. Um, what was after that? Uh, three point contest. The three point was, contest. Um, Cat hit twenty nine in the final round. That sorry. was impressive. But here's the thing. I I'm going as far as saying it. The three point shootout needs to end tonight. At this point. Yeah. Because it, it, let's just keep it a buck. The problem with the dunk contest. You know what the problem is? The world has caught up to the NBA. In 1988, there was two dunking niggas on the planet. <laughs> right. It was Michael Jordan and it was Dominique Wilkins. That's the truth. Yeah. And every couple of years, there was a new dunking nigga who was just better than everybody else at dunking. When Kobe came along in 97, you know who he was in the joint with? Bobby Sura. Yeah, Kobe's a better dunker than Bobby fucking Sura. Yeah. Vince Carter, honestly, the year Vince Carter won, to me, probably was the best dunk contest because T-Mac showed out, Steve Francis showed the fuck out. It was a good show. But after that, they went a couple of years with the Nate Robinsons and the, 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 the what's his name, had a real good year. He had a, two good years, actually. He used to play for the Sixers. Um, he brought us Chipotle one night in Chipotle. Um, he was cool as shit. Uh, number 23 from the Sixers. Oh, uh, uh, Jay Rich. Jason Rich. Yeah, he was Jay cool Rich. as fuck. Yeah, brought my Chipotle. <clears throat> Jay Rich is rich as a motherfucker. I was like, I can get extra double double <laughs> chicken. He was like, yeah, do your thing, man. I'm my man. You know what I'm saying? But um, you going places. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's a legend. Not, not this year, but you going places. But yeah, he um, he he had a couple good showings. Nate Robinson with his nonsense. Dwight Howard had a real good year. What's wrong? No, my hat. Oh, Nate, Nate Robinson with his bullshit. Dwight Howard had a good showing. Then it fell off again. It went down yeah. to the point where we're just trying to find things. And the reality of it is, yo, the, the world has caught up to the NBA. The best dunkers aren't in the NBA. No, hell They're no. They're just not. What's the white boy named Jordan something? I know you're talking about. I forget his name. I forgot bro. his name. Bro. Yeah, they got a whole Instagram page of... Remember a couple years yeah, ago? Go on Baller's Life. That's yeah. the dunk contest. Remember a couple years ago at the All-Star Game? I don't know if you've ever seen it. During the actual game, LeBron and all of them was in a timeout, and they let the white boy, they told him to get up and go dunk, like, as, like, a joke, like, on some, like, 
you know, like, fuck everybody up type because he had on jeans and a shirt or whatever. Yeah. He came running up. He bounced the ball, jumped over a nigga, caught the ball, and dunked the shit. Like, he went past the rim and dunked <laughs> it behind him as he went. And you see LeBron and all, like, what the fuck? He just went back to his seat. <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, he did that shit with Gary Payton one time on, on another show. Yeah. Like, Gary Payton didn't think he could dunk, and he went yeah. and did this whole crazy. It's like those guys, the nigga who did the, the, the 720, they, like, all of them, you see the nigga who dunked, took it through his legs twice? Yeah. All, they're not in the NBA. So, like, the shit Aaron Gordon did, that was the first time we ever seen that gentleman. He went over the mascot under right. both legs. Yeah. But now that's like a dunk where people have done all kinds of abbreviations. And I seen mm -hmm. one nigga took it through his legs off of an alley-oop. Oh, damn. Did you see that shit? No. He threw the alley-oop. <sighs> yeah, I just seen it, like, the other day. He came running, and he jumped. The ball was in the air, and he jumped over the ball and caught it with the run hand and dunked the shit. Like, never touched it with his left hand. He jumped over the ball as it was bouncing. And court the shit with one hand. It's like that type of shit. Yeah, so here's a brilliant idea. Let people who aren't in yeah, the NBA let them come in. The, yeah. Let give the them a best platform. dunkers on the planet yeah. come and give them a platform to dunk. That shit would have it to where you got the NBA and bring every nigga out there. LeBron, everybody yeah. rooting them the fuck on. You could literally, again, you got to be on some. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. TRP shit where you willing to put on the next guys and yeah. have them on. But again, like we just discussed on the Patreon, niggas is hoes. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, you should basically have... The NBA has to protect their image of we're the best on the planet at everything. Yeah. You should basically have like the top six or eight dunkers that you identify through some search or however they got to submit a video, whatever. Right. And then whittle it down to four or six or eight participants, however the fuck you want to do it. And then have an NBA player sponsor or a past dunk champion sponsor them and bet a hundred thousand of their own sort money like and, what, pool what, exactly and pool what, the money. Exactly what Drake was trying to do with battle rap. Yeah. Every rapper take a battle rap and put up a hundred thousand dollars. We got a million dollar. Yeah. Pool the money. Do some crazy shit. Yeah. But it would be so interesting and so invigorating to the actual culture of dunking a basketball. Get Jordan, get all in to come chill, be that, yeah. all that shit. But until you do that, we've seen it. Everything that's going on in the shit. dunk contest, you we've could, seen. You could make it like a segment where building into, like building up to it, like you could have like the road to the dunk contest. Right. You could add drama to the shit where right. it's like, yo, we selected 32 motherfuckers and then in these select cities, they're going to have a dunk off and then they fucking progress down to the final four for All-Star Weekend or whatever. You could start that shit from the first week of the season. Because the reality of it is, yo, the, the, the big dogs don't want to do it. No, they have no incentive to do Nobody it. Nobody in that joint this year is a dunking ass motherfucker that I think of when I think of greatest dunkers of all time. No, hell no. But not Obi fucking topping. Hey, what's the name? Is uh, Obi Obi and Jalen are great in game dunkers. They're not that creative wizard type of a dunk no. guy. Like it's just no. not what it it's is. Just, that's <laughs> just the truth. So there are so many things that they could do with the dunk contest where they could change it and really have it going off in a different manner. But until they do that, we're just gonna be very very upset and, and disappointed every. End of all stars. Because the thing is, night. we're dickheads, so we're going to keep watching this shit. Yeah, the hoses. Yeah, you know, remember last night? <laughs> who, who, who the fuck is that? Who that with the big ass lips? Listen, I give a fuck about what's going on. So 
that's my biggest issue with All Star Saturday Night. The three point contest is like whatever. It's threes, you know, and it's crazy because the the the, the energy behind the three point contest be pretty decent because the yeah. game is analytic now. Where three pointers is the shit. Mm. So to see Cat Williams go out there, Cat Williams, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck would Cat Williams be out there for? But to see Carl Anthony Towns go out there at seven feet and you know rain on him for twenty nine in the final round was dope as shit. Did you see the whole thing with the chain? Yeah. They normally don't let you wear chains, but he wore it for his mother. And, you know, had I known that, everything. Everything. Bet the house on Cat. Give me, give me $2,000, <laughs> nigga. What you got on you right now? Like, yeah, I would have bet it all on Cat had I known that. But, yeah, you know, the, the three-point was cool. Like I said, the build-up. It's just the fact that the dunk contest at the end is such a let. Like, imagine going on a fly-ass date with a chick, and then she get too hammered and fall asleep. Right. And you just like you ever had that? You just Bruh. like oh my you be god, ready to cry. <laughs> so you just gotta roast the bitch. Like you, you gotta just jump in a group chat and just roast the bitch. My this man, ass bitch. My man who showered my name said, "You ever with a chick and she like get a little too on and fall asleep?" He was like, "Light a match, blow it out, and then touch her with it." <laughs> I was thinking just run some ammonia under her nose. Wake up, smell it, smell it, bitch. Wake up, you got some dick to eat. Treat the bitch like fucking Buster Douglas. <laughs> wake up. Hey, right. uh, yeah, you dick me. Uh, yeah, yeah date, date me dick at the end. Yeah. You got to wake up, shorty. Yeah. We got to yeah. check out in three hours. It's yeah. 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all. Uh, this don't got nothing to do with nothing. Even worse than a chick getting too drunk and falling asleep on you. You ever booked a telly for a rendezvous and the chick ghosts you? Have I ever dealt with that? No. You just in the hotel? <laughs> I've gotten ghosted. No, she going to call me back any minute now. I've gotten ghosted in my own play. I never booked the telly in her. No, I booked the telly. I was ready. Oh, no. no I, got, I got the Moet in the fridge. In, in my former life, I would wait till she was there to actually get the room. Okay. <laughs> in the parking lot. At the micro hotel. <laughs> Where you at now? Oh, you, oh, you on the play? All right. <laughs> She, she texts you like, what's the room number? You're like, bitch, I don't know you. I don't know you. I mean, <laughs> I got to depend on you. We about to negotiate at the counter. Yeah. yeah, they talking about they ain't got no king, no king beds left. <laughs> Real talk. But yeah, no, nah, I never had that actually like book a room and just get ghosted. No, nah, that, that sucks. That's the worst shit ever. I've been through that like twice in life. I'm fucking heart hurt. That's a bad job. That's a bad job. Yeah, I could if you book a telly in it. Because you didn't lie to all your other bitches already yeah. in order to get... Away scot free. Yeah. I'm going to dinner with my dad. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, my dad just retired. You know what I'm saying? So we going For the eighth time <laughs> this year. Why is his retirement dinner at 11 p.m.? The nigga's a night owl. He, yeah, worked, so he, he worked overnight. He worked overnight. He worked overnight. That nigga's up all night. He just retired, so he's still in over. He's still in go mode. He's clogging out and coming right to the dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yo, trying to get free time, boy. Your lives be crazy as shit. Nah, you know, Chad, he trying to, you know, remember the connect set? He entered this little competition. We got to help him put the motor in. You, you, you heard about, you seen it on the news. I don't know if you've seen yeah. it. The Star Wars, they got the Lego yeah. set. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a big, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. we, he, we trying to do this little Halloween costume. They, they, it's a thousand dollars. First place. So we going to sit and brainstorm, come up with ideas. <laughs> Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, anything. Like, you remember, you remember Gimp? Like, yeah. Chad got a hidden talent, man. Yeah. This nigga can gimp his Yo, ass off. Yeah. Look, building little plastic little <laughs> cheeky chains and shit. 
He got a he got a he got a nigga in China right now. Say so he make forty five of them. He gonna give him a hundred dollars a joint. You know what I'm saying? That's forty five hundred. My cut about you know about thirty percent of the forty five. I say it all the time when women when when women go to get their little time in to get out the house and shit. They they cover all bases. Men just like whatever the first thing I can come up with to get out. I'm out of here. Yeah, I've been trying know? to fuck this bitch for eight years. Yeah. She finally said yeah. Yeah, let me let me let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Like, who, right. who who died? Who died? Yeah. <laughs> you, they, they, you know they doing a premiere for the second part of the of the genius. I only got one ticket. My man got it. So I'm gonna go down there. <laughs> for that. Oh, she the joint on no guns on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what's something on no guns on? Yeah. 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 But women go out, they be like, yeah, you know, I'm going with my girlfriend to go shopping in New York. She going to come back with bags from New York because she done sent the girlfriend. <laughs> the girlfriend already girlfriend went shopping. Went, yeah, she got shit at the house. What size you wear? <laughs> Get all she she done put the whole spill in the group chat. Yeah. Then it's going to be, oh, damn, I don't none of this. I got to take this shit yeah. back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, go fuck the nigga all over again. Yeah. Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Mary J. Blige uh, territory. Uh-huh. Shout out to Mary. Mary had that cat out last night. Yeah. That was the highlight of All-Star Saturday. She had that, had that cougar cat out. Mm-hmm. Mary got that. Uh, Don't look like a taco. Yeah. <laughs> Mary got it. You know you can get uh, surgery on your pussy. Really? Yeah, they can like rejuvenate the, uh, reju- like how Tat has the hats to say RL. <laughs> <laughs> rejuvenate that love. Rejuvenate lips. <laughs> rejuvenate them lips. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Tat. He had his uh, pop up shot th- today and shit. Um, Rejuvenated Love had it out uh, North Broad Street and shit. Dope. Yeah, but um, none of this had anything to do with All Star. Nothing weekend. to do with nothing. Well, actually, what we were talking about, Mary. Um, the like I said, All Star Saturday Night in a whole. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm over the whole thing, but definitely defund the dunk contest like the, until y'all switch it up and do something. Like different. the Friday Night Celebrity Game is has been unwatchable. For a while, I didn't now. know they still did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I honestly. <laughs> so, so now we've already shrunk. We've compacted the weekend down from three days to two. I blame Kevin Hart for that. Oh yeah, the year he well, he won MVP. He whatever. won four in a row. <laughs> they just kept giving it because it's like it's okay, Kevin Hart. You're Kevin Hart, and you're the funniest person on the planet, and you're the biggest star now. So remember the one year they gave it to him, he had like four points. Yeah. He still won the MVP. This is just weird, yo. Remember Monet crossed him out his socks. <laughs> It, it just it the the product doesn't rival the energy yeah behind it perfect statement where Super Bowl Sunday lives up to it being Super Bowl Sunday when them commercials is seven million and then you look and see Kanye here Jay Z here J Lo and A Rod mm-hmm. or whoever she's married to this week making the chases up here, here with Robert Kraft you you see <clears throat> all this shit going on and then you see the energy around Super Bowl Sunday then you see the product that the NFL has the the halftime show is a big situation I think they said they spent seven million on the show this year yeah. It's a big production. The The stadium looks right. The game is right. All the lights, the, it, it, yeah. it lives up to it. All-Star Weekend, the hype that it has around of it, the product has not lived up to it in a while. Now, the All-Star game two years ago rivaled the All-Star game of 01. Yeah, they went at it. That shit was awesome down the stretch with Kyle Lowry and all them going back and forth. It was great. But All-Star Saturday night and Friday night, it's getting to the point where we almost don't need this. Yeah. Like, y'all be better off just renting a hall and being like, hoes, these is the ballers. Have ballers. a Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> hoes, select your baller. Yeah, hoes, select your baller. <laughs> Always and forever. That shit, come on, and y'all get it the fuck on. 
So, yeah, I'm cool off of the dunk contest. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. For sure. Until we get some real dunkers in that bitch. I'm cool. Yeah, I think they they got to do their they should they should they should take my idea. I'm available for consulting. You know what I'm saying? I'll take a little eight million or something like yeah. that made out the TRP LLC. Yeah, they give us we'll do it for five hundred thousand. Coagulate all of the the coordinates that need to be coagulated yeah. and coordinated. And, and get, the compu- get the computers putin'. Yeah, we can get the math mathing, and we can set this bitch up to where we bring in a dunker from San Diego, bring a dunker in from Nebraska, little Ricky Rowe-ass nigga from Nebraska, <laughs> bring a couple niggas from Coney Island, you know what I'm saying? And really show up with the best dunking product. Yeah. And really turn it into a thing. So We available, NBA, at NBA, holla at us. Yeah, true story. But uh, enough uh, NBA shit to start. How, what do you think about the game tonight? What do you got? Uh, I don't even know who's on whose team. I ain't going. I watched the draft and still don't Again, remember. Again, the draft is a little too much. Like, let's I didn't it, know they were still doing that. Take and it I just back randomly to the old, seen it on SportsCenter. The NBA, and again, while I like the collective bargaining agreement that gets all these niggas so much money, with that, <clears throat> excuse me, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. I don't know if you ever read 48 Laws of Power, but that's a bar. With great power comes great responsibility. And because the NBA has a $4 billion deal, we now have to stay on the TV all the fucking time. (laughs) So we have to make TV out of no TV. So instead of just, oh, y'all all-stars and y'all some all-stars, we'll see y'all Sunday. All right, we're going to get LeBron and Durant drunk, and we're going to let them (laughs) draft you niggas on to new teams. Durant drafted and ain't even playing. Right. Crazy as shit. Well, I mean, well, well, technically, he won. It's like, yeah, well, who the fuck wants to see LeBron and Jason Tatum draft, so we're going to have to still roll Marvin KD Gay up here with his hat on and make him fucking run this draft. Yeah, make me want to holler at Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Run this sham draft. Yeah, yeah. Like, last thing you want to see is LeBron and Rudy Gobert <laughs> doing a draft. Fucking COVID, man. Yeah. So, even that shit, though. But tonight, you got Team Durant versus Team LeBron, um, which are going to be the teams in the All-Star game for the, the rest of time, as long as they're playing. Pretty much. Um, team LeBron is pretty stacked. He has Luka. He has Giannis. He has Steph Curry. Team... Durant has Durant, James Harden, none of them are playing. He has Embiid and Ja Morant. Okay. So my initial thought was to take Embiid for MVP because I'm like, if the Durant team is even in remotely in it, it's going to be because Joel goes the fuck off. Yeah. But then I kind of backed off because I'm like, yo, it's in Cleveland. It's the first year with the new Kobe trophy with the 24-star thing on it or whatever. I'm like, I think LeBron is the <clears> – <throat> it's Team LeBron. Yeah. They're most likely going to win. I feel like for the money, that's the bet. Is to I think that's LeBron the LeBron for the All-Star game. And he shows out of these All-Star games, historically speaking, anyway. Um, you know, tonight he, he's going to pass his 500th minute of All-Star game play. Damn. Yeah, right now he, he needs, I think, 21 minutes or something to yeah. pass it. So he'll probably get his 500th All-Star minute tonight. His durability as a it's as un, a ball it's, player, it's, it's 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 not talked yeah. about enough, and that's the the most remarkable part of his career. And they say the best ability is availability. And LeBron, historically speaking, except that one season, is pretty much always available. The, it's funny because you know right now there's there's no basketball. 
because of All-Star break. Yeah. There's no football because of the Super Bowl, and there's no baseball. So first take and all of them shows this week were dying slow. So they had <laughs> nothing to – so they had to – again, they have to create news out yeah. of no news. So you know what the topic was the other day on uh, Wednesday? For an hour, Stephen A. Smith, Kendrick Lamar, and uh, – Kendrick LaPerkins. Oh, Kendrick Perkins. Right? <laughs> Kendrick LaPerkins. <laughs> I said Kendrick LaVar. No, no, no Seamoss was on the screen. It was Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A. Smith, and uh, one of them other niggas. I don't know his name. But the argument for an they hour. They had Mad Dog from New York Radio on last I saw week. that. Yeah. The, the argument was, did LeBron have a tougher road to being a legend than Jordan? I'm like, this is anything. <laughs> This is literally nothing. I was like, "What, man? <laughs> this is have just a tougher route." And Kendrick Perkins for for, uh, for Kendrick LaPerkins is Kendrick LaPerkins. You got me saying that's that. who he is now. Kendrick LaPerkins. Kendrick Perkins is one of those guys where he's a buffoon sometimes, but then he's a genius sometimes. Yeah, because even a fucking broken clock is right twice a day. Right. A burnt steak is good to a, a hungry dog. <laughs> like, it's that shit. So Kendrick LaPergan said the other day, he was like, yo, listen, LeBron definitely had a tougher road to being a legend because if we're looking at LeBron's career through the eyes of what we saw in the 80s and 90s, LeBron would have been done playing basketball in 2013. He'd be finished. All yeah. that playoff basketball. He's like, LeBron's in his 19th season. His minutes per game average is on par with where it was in 2012 when he was the best basketball player on the fucking planet by far and away. Yeah. His usage is still that high in his 19th season. He's played 235 playoff games. Playoff basketball is tougher than regular season basketball yeah. because you're literally playing a shortened roster. Y'all are running seven, maybe eight deep yep. in the playoffs. Yeah, if you're so, going past eight in the playoffs, you're in trouble. Y'all are not making it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the only team that's done it recently and won a championship was the Celtics in 08, yeah. where they were running nine deep in the playoffs because they was using Poe and Sheed and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> but LeBron, 230-something playoff games, that nigga done played an extra three seasons of basketball in the playoffs. Yeah. This is 19th year. The man two years ago literally was like, yeah, I'm going to play point guard on paper for the first time in my life, play point guard. He led the league in assists. You can't compare none of these other motherfuckers' 17th year to that because they didn't one, – one, most of these motherfuckers didn't have a 17th year. But for you to play point guard for the first time, lead a team to a championship, and lead the league in assists in your 17th year, you, you, I'm at the point where it's like, there's nothing you can really compare LeBron to. Right. And I think it's at this point just kind of disingenuous to even attempt – you can't compare Jordan to him. They're, they're not the same. You can compare Jordan and Kobe, similar in height, similar yeah. in build, similar in stature, <clears throat> similar in aesthetic. Yeah, but you really is, can't compare him and Jordan. It's not, LeBron I mean, is like Jordan, Jordan, Bird, Magic, and Bill Russell together. I was going right. to say Karl Malone, too. <laughs> Honestly, he and, and Wilt, because this He's is the He's been playing part. fucking center this year. LeBron's field goal percentage. He's shooting 53% this year. This is highest year in field goal percentage. That Man. shit is crazy, dog. And he's had years in, in, in Miami where him and D-Wade was just going so crazy with the efficiency dog. shit that they was, like, battling for dog. who could have the most efficient, succinct LeBron uh, 25-7-7 and seven game. LeBron and Steph Curry brought that to basketball, the efficiency, the efficiency shit. So this week, one thing, just to wrap it up, I did see – they had Rick Fox on, and Rick Fox said that LeBron wouldn't have shined in our era. And I thought it was very interesting because 
When it comes down to these LeBron wouldn't have been shit in our era quotes, it's always from someone who wasn't shit right. in that era. <laughs> who was mediocre at best. <laughs> and I'm sitting there to myself, I'm like, what era was Rick Fox this amazing out of this world, yeah, world beater? <laughs> like, I, I, I miss that era. Like, the whole era. Where was it? You're never going to see Kevin Garnett, Shaq, AI, none of these motherfuckers like, oh man, he wouldn't have been shit when we it's always Darvin Ham. Like y'all not have locked him the fuck up. It's like you didn't lock up Rip Hamilton. Shut up. <laughs> what the fuck do y'all be talking about? Rick Fox really said that y'all. I'm just like, huh? Like it, it's That's ridiculous. It, it's so bizarre at times, man. It's just I told strange. you we need the button. How bizarre. <laughs> How bizarre. But lastly, LeBron said that um they asked him would a return to Cleveland be out of the window? And he said, nothing's off the table. I'll be honest with you. When it comes down to Bronny coming in the NBA, I want to play with my son. So they was all like, oh, shit, whoever draft Bronny know they getting LeBron. And it's like, yeah, but do you, are you going to want LeBron in 60-year-old LeBron? Three years, four years, like... They LeBron, was talking when they LeBron when they gonna be doing like magic yo, back and down, down from, 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 from three they, quarter. They court. asked, they said LeBron the other day, like, is it, would you ever return to Cleveland? He's like, nothing's off the table. I'm like, I know Jared Allen, and then was probably like, oh lord, this like we finally got our <laughs> shit together. <laughs> he come this nigga. He gonna come in here and then bring in Tristan Thompson, <laughs> bunch of shit. We Get Jr. Smith off the golf team. Yo. So let's do Jared Allen this week. Uh, Jared Allen, first time All Star for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Shout out to him, man. Um, first time All-Star. He did get in as, as a reserve. He's back in there because of Harden. Mm -hmm. But he's been playing exceptionally well. He was in Brooklyn, had some real good standout years. This is, was it first year in Cleveland or second year? Second year. Second year in Cleveland. Um, and like I said, Cleveland's gotten their shit together. They're balling. Yeah, Darius They're Garland is a, is a beast. Garland's a problem. The young he's boy was hurt problem. right now, uh, Sexton. Sexton, yeah. But they got a nice little situation. And they're actually in the playoffs right now if it ends. <laughs> and Jared Allen has become, he's the Eastern Conference's Rudy Gobert. Real defensive, juggernaut, you know, rebounding everything. Playing you know what you get every game. Right. So Jared Allen came, sat courtside the other night at All-Star Saturday night with, was that his daughter he was with? I think so, yeah. Okay. And Jared Allen is a, a real mediocre, modest. Um, run of the mill. Run of the hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Mill, big Just man. Jag, just a guy. <laughs> and he had on... Like a simple little hoodie from Target. He had on some jeans. And, and some Sperry's. Yeah, some Sperry's, you know, like some chill-ass shoes. And they started flaming him on Twitter for the way he was dressed. And he, in the press conference, was like, I mean, I thought I looked okay. I mean, what am I <laughs> supposed to do? Like, put on a $5,000 chain or something? And I thought it was, it was, it made me smile to, to, like, see him and just be like, 
he's so oblivious to that life that yeah. he's like, what am I supposed to put on like a five thousand dollar chain? I'm thinking like chains is five hundred thousand. Yeah, you ain't getting much for five thousand, bro. That's a that's a small link. And <laughs> hey, you haven't checked the gold commodities market, have you? But I'm like, it's that's a, how it's a Rahim the Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, a sponsored Instagram page. But uh, you chain. but you, but you know what that represents? That represents a man that's gonna have all his money mm-hmm. at the end of his NBA career because he's not caught up in the lifestyle element of it and trying to impress people and drip and blah blah blah. And not to say it's nothing wrong with it because I'm a you know I'm a drippy fucking wear my money type uh-huh. of nigga at times. But on the same token, you can't be a fool with your money neither. And for somebody like him that's making $20 million a year, that's going to be a part of a deep, probably potentially a deep playoff run with Cleveland, all of that, all-star. He, he's checking every box right now. So if he don't want to wear his money, y'all can't be mad at him like that. But like you said, the NBA's audience is so niggified mm-hmm. that they're just like blown away because it's it's all of the, if it was me, I would. That's the whole talking that's point. That's perfect. There's a fucking drip cam at the Detroit stadium for yeah. Detroit Pistons games. Mm-hmm. The Detroit mascot was walking around the other day with an ice checker. <laughs> yeah, the time the nigga t- was walking around checking chains. The mascot. <laughs> like, if you don't hand out some t-shirts. Some popcorn, fucking, nigga. Don't spill some popcorn on somebody. You playing a lot of fucking games. <laughs> Imagine coming to the game with your chain. And your chain a little janky. And the mascot with big-ass mascot hands. <laughs> Here he comes <laughs> with, with the diamond tester. <laughs> Come on, let me see this nigga. No, this joint only with the oh, yellow. No, this boy. <laughs> Escort this nigga out. <laughs> with mascot You want to keep niggas out of the Sixers game? Do that. You, you bring the diamond tester to the Sixers game. Hey, we know niggas. Attendance going to no. drop to thirty-two <laughs> percent. <laughs> Went Jay's hard. Niggas, niggas is finished. NBA is filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, no, I was at my shorty crib. I left the chain. In a strange turn of events, the Philadelphia 76ers have sold the franchise and moved to Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> they showed the Sixers packing up at 3 in the morning in a Mayflower truck. <laughs> Attendance has been record low since introducing the drip cam and the ice cam. Oh shit! I'm sweating. Fucking hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. You you know what? I always had a theory. You know, hip. I felt like hip hop was Pat Croce because I've never seen them two niggas in the same place. (laughs) If you see hip hop, you (laughs) Pat Croce was not up there when hip hop was running the fuck around. But no, that's real talk. The NBA really let a drip cam go on uh, in, in like the actual stadium. I said it one day I was watching that ice cam for Detroit. I'm like, yo, could you imagine being white and being at a game? The one nigga, remember Junebug from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? That's <laughs> how the nigga look. He had those 72 yeah. chains. By the OG, over gold. <laughs> OG. <laughs> What's the cause of death? OG, over gold. Nigga, over gold. Yeah, real tough. <laughs> so I look at Jared Allen and I look at the situation and I said on Twitter earlier, I'm like, this highlights a bigger issue with our culture. Oh, yeah. Black culture and, is absolutely ass. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, we have a sick and perverse way of judging people who don't feel like I'm going to put on everything I see gonna little baby and meek in. 
-hmm. to the point where if you don't do these things, then the aesthetic is you either fucked up or you a complete lame or a weirdo. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. I know about Amiri jeans. I know about nudie jeans. I know about Givenchy. I know about all these different things. Yeah. But what if it just doesn't do it for me? It doesn't, doesn't appeal to me. And as a nigga that, that partakes in all of that shit, it's a complete and utter waste of money. In the moment, you feel good, you look good. But then when you look in your closet and you see $87,000 worth of clothes, you're like, damn, I'm a dickhead. Like me personally, I don't buy jeans that cost that much because I'm, I don't really care about jeans. I, I can go get a nice pair of jeans for 120 bucks. I yeah. know that. So when I, I bought that coat from a, um, the Montclair store and the girl was like, you interested in anything else? I'm like, absolutely not. No, like, I don't, this, I don't this need is no it. shirts, no, <laughs> this is it. You know what I'm saying? I bought the jacket from over here at Neiman's. I, you, you want anything? Else? No, just the coat. I don't need any of this other shit. Because the I Negro accoutrement. To me, I keep it a buck with you. If I could wear joggers and a hoodie, Everywhere I would. Yeah. I would walk into a wedding with this shit on. And I got, listen, right? I had a thing where I was like literally like shopping, like just out of bo sheer boredom. I was online internet shopping like every day. Mm -hmm. And then I would just back up and to the point where it's like, I would look at my closet and then like in my shoe closet and shit. And I would just have all this shit that's just like, I wear the same four things every day. Like, think about how this many is dumb. Think about how many sneaker boxes I really have in my house. I wear them shits daily. They Every my, time I see you. They my beaters. <laughs> yeah. I love them Jones. They comfortable as shit. I like it 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 pains me to have to dead undead stock a sneaker. You know why? I gotta unlace it. <laughs> right. I gotta pull all that fucking <laughs> tissue and gauze and shit out. Yep. Then I gotta break the shoe. It, it I I hate it. So it's like unless I like at the uh the event, I was like I'm gonna wear something different tonight. Fuck it. I wear yeah. this. I wore it's funny, I wore Jordan Sixes to both our last live shows. But I got a bunch of shit just sitting that I'm just like, these sitting there, they already worn, they comfortable. Yeah. Man, I'm putting these bitches back. I've on. had nights where I got completely drippy, wore pop tags, a bunch of new shit, whatever, and was gonna wear a new pair of shoes that I basically had in mind for the outfit and was like, I'm gonna just wear something that I already wore before. Like, I I'll talk myself out of it because it's such a, like you said, it's a pain to undies yeah. shoes, man. And, and like, I, I just look at the Jared Allen situation where I, it made me a fan of his. Because it's like, yo, how is he wrong? And the thing is, how is there something wrong with this? And the thing is, people are not monolithic like that, where everybody has to be on the same shit. So it's like, so, so if you got a room full of niggas that's all niggered out with the same little baby, Lil Wayne gunner aesthetic, and he's the one nigga that's not, why is he the problem? Right. Why aren't all these niggas that are assimilating to the same reference point of culture? Why aren't they the problem? Right. Exactly. And that's what niggas don't understand or even care to understand because going back to my original point, if it were me, mm -hmm. I would have da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, a fool of his money will soon part. And that's why niggas are never getting reparations because if they give you niggas 400,000, y'all ain't going to do nothing but go get a fucking Patek and get a lamb truck, park it in front of grandma's crib. Now you broke again. I, I feel <laughs> like, again, no, I, 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 you're right. I feel like that again. It, it to me, it's deeper because we really put we put that shit on a pedestal so much yeah. that we start believing that certain people are better because of certain because things. they have this shit. Perfect example. 
Me and you differ when it comes to the jewelry aspect of things. I like watches. Like, I'll, I'll do a nice watch, but I don't really ever see me being like a ring guy. You're not a ring guy, but no. I, I don't really I, ever you see- know, I got I got ring PTSD. I never told this story before in a podcast. I had a, I had a nice-ass ring when I was probably like 20, 21. And um, I had got it from, from this is when the, all the jewelry stores was still on Market Street mm-hmm. before Sean and all of them was on South Street and shit. And I had this nice ass ring. It was like uh, it was like a graduated setting. Uh, like I had square stones at the bottom, round stones going up this little hump. And the girl that I was dealing with at the time, she got caught cheating on me. And her response to her cheating on me was to steal my jewelry. Oh, wow. So I've never bought another ring ever since. I do want a new one, though. But it's just they're, they're, rings are problematic as fuck, and they're easy to lose. Yeah, I mean... You know, it's the most misplaced piece of jewelry out of anything. Is I mean, a just, fucking I got ring. two rings now, and I have no idea what it is. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I just, I'm not a real, I'm not, it's just not my thing. Yeah. But on the flip side, you aren't a gambler. Right. I know that. I know not to call you. Right. See no down the street. <laughs> I know not to call you. But I can go in there and get busy. Yeah. So, does that make you bad or me good or no. vice versa? It just makes and, us different. And we have to stop that shit. Like, when it comes to like, Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Fendi and all this stuff. It's like we really overvalue this shit when, let's keep it a buck, none of this shit is worth what the fuck it is. Fuck no. In the, in the actual it's dollar only, amount. It's, it's only worth it because they say it is. Like, oh. that's the only reason it's worth it. And it really ain't. And you got to make a de- an internal oh. decision on, is this shit worth it to me? Like, fuck the culture currency part of, oh, I'm going to be fucking them up and blah, blah, blah. Because I got a secret for y'all. Nobody cares. No. Like in in a vacuum. Like people care. When, oh damn, you look nice. Blah blah blah. You got that shit on. Woo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh, and as soon as you walk away, they forget. They, they don't care, man. No. They do not care. No. It doesn't make a difference if you have on Louis Vuitton or fucking Target or Walmart. As long as no. you look nice, well put together, groom well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It does not matter, man. Like, <clears throat> it's wild because even when it, when it, like I said, with the NBA, with the aesthetic of everything, they know how to cater to the culture. Mm-hmm. So the culture is just what it is. It's like you listen to fucking take off enough time, say I'm having Gallery 11, you start feeding into this shit right. where you just like, oh, I ain't shit unless I got some gallery department shit. But then you look at Lil Meech and you're just like, I don't ever want no gallery yeah, department This nigga's got all the pieces and they all look bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, the key is you can't overcommit to nothing. You can't just wear the whole fall spring release together you gotta break that shit up man it was the funniest tweet i seen was um uh the 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 bleach report jared allen claps back or, or or doesn't understand why fans were questioning his outfit or whatever so you know it was the tweet was going viral all the quotes or whatever mm-hmm. and one of the quotes on it was um don't let them haters stop you homie um the legends is looking on. The legends, the legends is smiling right now. It was Tim Duncan smiling from the clouds. <laughs> Somebody coming on was like, "Hey man, Tim Duncan ain't dead." He was like, "A word, damn." <laughs> A word, damn. A word, damn. 
nigga put Tim Duncan smiling in the clouds. I was like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, man, I, I like Jared Allen. He a humble dude. He regular. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you just not giving a fuck yeah. about hey, the shit he had on was clean. It was neat. You look yeah, cool. Gr- Grandma probably laid it out for him. But we've told ourselves that when you make an exceptional amount of money, you have to look. Yeah, you you way. have to wear you your money. To, somebody posted a picture like this is what they want Jared Allen to look like. It was Bandman Kevo with <laughs> <laughs> all his jewelry. And it's like, yeah, like you don't have to do that. Too is another problem that the sports and entertain the sports motherfuckers want to. Drake said it. We want to be ballers, and ballers want to be rappers. All the fucking bass. Did you see the chain Jalen Green had on last time he walked in? That was some Migo shit. Yeah. Why do you have a chain that big on? All the football niggas, they go get chains, number 86. Icy as shit. Yeah. Yeah, that me. I'm, you know, Broncos 86, man. And, and, and they all got the, either the fucking emeralds or the baguettes or whatever. And you know what my jeweler told me? You know what Neve told me? Stay away from that shit. It's trendy. Nobody's going to be wearing that shit two years from now, and it's going to be worthless because the whole diamond market is is fake yeah. demand. The, the diamond market created fake demand that everybody else is following. I, that's my favorite cut of stone. I just think it looks the best. But again, I'm not talking about a chain. I'm talking about like a rent, like right. a wedding ring. Like yeah. it, it just, it's it's a, it, the way it's. Yeah, but sits. he's saying like custom jewelry with emeralds in it, don't do it. Yeah, like I mean, I he, could, he's like, yo, he said, he said a couple months ago, Fucking baguettes were six hundred dollars a carat. Fucking emeralds was like nine hundred a carat. Now they're both eighteen hundred dollars a carat. All because of the trend. It's pushed the fucking demand up. But guess what? There's no shortage on baguettes. There's no shortage on emeralds. The only difference is niggas, you niggas want them now, yeah. so we taxing. Yeah. That's the only fucking difference. Yeah. So it goes. The tax goes from from the distributor to the fucking uh to the actual you know retail jeweler to you. Everybody makes more money. You get and you pay more money. And in the end, when you go to try to sell that shit or melt it down or you have a bad run, motherfucking gambling or your baby mom take you to child support court, whatever the case may be, you ain't going to get nowhere near what you pay for the shit because emeralds and baguettes are not always in fucking demand. Uh, One last John at the All-Star Saturday night, Cole Anthony dunked in Timberlands. Yes. Boo. (laughs) Absolute. On my New York shit. Absolute boo. He choked the shit out of them tubs, too. Uh, what you mean, son? Yo, <laughs> absolute boo. But um, let's get to some of these topics we got on here. Word to Jared Allen, man. You got a fan in me. I fucks with you, man. Um, So we've been teasing this topic for a while. Okay. What is the topic? The baby versus oh, okay. the baby mother's brother, a.k.a. the uncle. And uh, <laughs> the uncle. <laughs> The whole thing has unfolded, you know, over a number of weeks, and it came to a head last week. What Giannis got on? Uh, fragments. Yeah, the Travis Scott fragment lose. I still haven't undies my Jones. So <clears throat> the whole situation, uh, Acne Studio shirt. Okay, stuff looking clean. It's like this type stupid shit where it's like we they like. No, there's an NBA. There's an NBA fits Instagram. Page. Yeah, like it's like. True story. I'm gonna keep it buck with you. Like PJ Tucker, like being this world renowned sneakerhead. It's like. You're a fucking millionaire with nothing but time and NBA affiliations. <laughs> this is not mind blowing. Yeah. So had a straight. Uh, it looked like a fucking drink pouch. Okay, <laughs> Ray Allen with the sweat of us. David Robinson got to cut that shit off his head. Bill Walton. All right, so back to the baby uncle. Mm-hmm. So 
the shit has unfolded over a number of weeks. So the baby had the situation that we covered on TRPE, basically where he, him and Danny Lay was getting into it. He said that she attacked him. He felt he feared for his safety. He didn't want to get basically called a woman beater or blah, blah, blah. So he went live in order to set his own narrative and talk to his audience in real time while the shit was going on. Right. So that went on. Called her certified side bitch, blah, 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 which probably was out of anger and all of that shit. Um, but called a certified side bitch, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You was never my girl, shorty. We just had a baby, blah, blah, blah. Make cute-ass kids. You a stupid bitch. Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. So then her brother proceeds to go on. Spike Lee looks like every older black woman. Yes. <laughs> when black women get like 60. Spike Lee, like he got 13 grandchildren. Yeah. And make some good ass, <laughs> make grits with the sugar yeah. in them. <laughs> so <laughs> he really looked like an old black woman. Right. So so then uh, Danny Lay's brother, which we had no, we don't know shit about Danny Lay, so we definitely right. didn't know nothing about her family lineage. She has a brother called named Brandon Bills. So Brandon Bills, who looks just like Danny Lay's brother should look, right? Uh, uh, he goes on Instagram, yeah, nigga, you's a bitch. When I see you, it's on sight. I'm going to fuck you around. You don't talk to my sister like that. Disrespectful. You. I'm going to teach you how to respect women. You a bitch-ass nigga. And you you, you this big. You this big. I'm going to fuck you around when I see you. And what he didn't factor in in his analysis is that, yes, the baby is a very short little fella, but he's a fool. <laughs> like, he is, he is one of them ones that is with the shit through and through. There has never been an opportunity for him to be with the shit where he backed down. Mm -hmm. From the porch situation in Atlanta, where the niggas like, yo, you can't be filming around here. Who can't be filming around here? Y'all can't be around here. Fuck out of here. They filming this. <laughs> yeah, they filming <laughs> me cussing you out, nigga. Yeah. Fuck you talking about. And them niggas took their stupid asses up the street. That situation, from the Walmart situation, where them two young niggas tried to press him in front of his baby mom and his daughter, and he smoked one of their asses. From this home invasion situation, somebody tried to come run in his crib, and he shot two of them niggas, and we've never heard from them stupid niggas again. Like, he, from the situation uh, fucking party promoter in Miami playing games with his money, socked him out. Like, there has never been a situation where he was faced with any form of, oh, I forgot about Cam Cohart in the mall. Okay. Put the beats on him. Beat him out of his jeans. <laughs> Knock his belt off. <laughs> like, Cam Kohar. Like, there has never been a situation where it was like, oh, is the baby going to be with the shits or not? And he and he curted it or backed down. It didn't. Kurt is a dogfighting turn. Mm -hmm. he, he never backs down, ever. He's a fucking moron. And he has enough money now to be able to litigate whatever bullshit y'all throw his way. So you got to know, if you tell a nigga like him it's on site, it's on site. And when he see you, he's going to punch you out of your shoes. And that's exactly what happened to Brandon Bill. So fast forward. Uh, another uh, niggery weekend, which was a uh, Super Bowl weekend, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, was a company. I forget who was the company. Company-sponsored bowling party at a bowling alley in Malibu. Mm -hmm. How the fuck Brandon Bills got the invite or the GPS coordinates? I have no idea. Right. Stole his sister. <laughs> he stole his sister. What the fuck going on here? <laughs> Bowling party, you don't say. So the baby's got his own lane. Chris Brown got his own lane. Like it's a celebrity driven event. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was for charity or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. Come show your chain off night. I don't know yeah. what it was, but it's a celebrity driven event. So Brandon Bills takes it upon himself to show up at the event, which is bad enough. So that was your first mistake. 
First mistake was hopping in the car. Mm-hmm. No, first mistake was stealing Danny Lay's phone and figuring out where the event was. Second mistake was hopping in the car. Your third mistake was driving your monkey ass to Malibu. And then your fourth mistake was, hey, bro, let me holler at you. When I tell you the baby punched this nigga from, like, the little area where you eat your chicken wings at into the bowling lane, and I'm just like, bro, yeah. if you yeah. punch me. started out where you enter your name. <laughs> right. yeah. And punch this nigga. He hit this nigga. With- hey, hey, it won't let me put Levante in there. What else you put? <laughs> just put L. Put L. Just put L. <laughs> just put Lev. <laughs> He punched this nigga. You ever be at the bowling alley and look at the white family and it's say Bob, Jeff, Karen. Niggas, it's say DD, L Money, T Ray. Hey, what you want me to put up there for your name, dog? Put dollar bill. Put the dollar sign. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Put the dollar sign. Typing in shit. Yeah. Y K yeah. <laughs> W E L G O. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Yeah. So he punched, he hit this man with a devastating punch. Like, if you punch me like that on camera, I'm going to call Greatest Friend and tell him to get my bed ready. Because I'm killing everybody. That I didn't seat. understand the jokes. People was like the baby during the fight. And it, they had like a nigga who was like swinging kicks while the fight was over there. He was like spinning in a circle doing <laughs> kicks. But I'm like, I thought baby was the first one to he hit He set it off. And that's the whole thing. And it's just like, again, he has never missed an opportunity to sock a nigga out. Like Kevin Durant, grandmother passed, rest in peace, uh, grandmama KD. Um, but yeah, he's he's never missed an opportunity, so he set it off. And here's the thing. This is a, this is a $30, 40000000 million man. He ain't even supposed to be putting hands on you peons, right. for real, for real. Like, so the fact that he's still willing to get his hands dirty is commendable. And them niggas, contrary to popular belief, and they talked about this on Joe Button show, the niggas that's talking about, oh, I don't respect the jump and blah, blah, blah. Guess Well, guess what? Y'all the motherfuckers that never been outside. Because fair ones is for the homies or shit on neutral ground or shit where you know if we don't shoot the fair one, it's going to go too far. Like, niggas going to die on both sides. That's who the fair ones is for. All you other niggas that I don't know or it's on site and you... We are going to beat the dogs. We, as a union, are going to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, if we go out... You lucky you don't get clapped. If we go out into the (laughs) world and somebody, like, we never seen or never really dealt with comes up on some nonsense, it's like, I'm looking around like, Daniel, (laughs) put the fucking hookah down. We're we're going to beat you with the hookah. We're going to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, the least of your worries is the junk. The worst of your worries is, oh, shit, nigga got the hammer. Like, that's the worst of your worries. So for those of you that haven't really lived real life or been in violent confrontations before, the jump is like sometimes you lucky to just get, get away with just getting jumped because because a nigga could pull a motherfucking Mac out and just kill everybody. So the jump is what it is. It's like once once baby steals off, they did what they were supposed to do. I mean, at the end of the day, baby's the money. He's the money. You, you got to protect you know, the brand at all costs. We're not about the Mike Vick this situation. Yeah, so once you once baby steals off on a nigga, oh, whoa, get back. Now it's, now it's eight foot. His security is eight feet tall, 487 pounds. Because realistically, if baby... 8% was, ba- body fat. If baby punches that <laughs> nigga in the face and he stumbles to the ground and then gets up and, like, comes back at the baby and it's, like, a fair one, y'all fired tomorrow. You niggas are done. Give me your chance. <laughs> <laughs> 
You fired and give me the chain back. You fired and give me your ice. You are done. So they didn't do nothing wrong. That's a natural hood reflex. Like, yo, we here vibing, smoking weed. I just killed the L.A. leakers. It's Super Bowl weekend. I'm about to fuck three big booty uh, hoes from Europe. Like, you killing the vibe. We're going to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, you lucky we didn't hit you with bowling balls. Like, you got treated like a bowling ball. You lucky you didn't get hit with one. So for anybody out there that ain't respecting the jump, y'all haven't lived life enough and y'all ain't been in no real confrontations to know, sometimes it's a blessing to get jumped because a nigga could blow your shit back and we go into your janaza or to your funeral. Yeah. So you don't approach no group of men like yeah, that. I'm, I'm not I'm not that. I smell myself, but it ain't, it ain't that. <laughs> oh, look at them 42 niggas yeah. over there with the baby. Yeah. I'm going to go holler at them. Yeah. Be right back. Yeah. You know you will not be ready. Watch my drink. Man. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and drink this Hennessy. Yeah. He ain't coming back. Yeah. I'm saying you invited yourself to that confrontation, and it's like, yo, I don't know if there's like some like if circus gets scrambled out here, if there's some generational difference, but on site means on site, and on site means wherever I see you at, and on site means you better see me before, before I, I see, see you. you. And that's where the disconnect is with confrontation and people just going off and, you know, being overly emotional and blah, blah, blah. Because first and foremost, real G's moving silent. So the fact that you even went and got on the Internet and announced that it was going to be a confrontation is pussy. That's pussy from the rip. You looking for somebody to save you in the event that y'all in the same location. So based on that, you decided, oh, I'm going to just I'm going to go head first into it because I seen the nigga. And I'm going to just be like, yo, let's just talk like men. It ain't no talking like men. You told me I was a pussy and I'm a bitch and you're going to whoop my ass and you, I ain't a real man. And we're going to beat the dog shit out of you. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand the disconnect with that, man. Like, I really, really don't. The craziest part of it was, is like, okay, they they jumping, you know, trashing, throwing around the bowling alley. He, you know, it was slip, slippery on the bowling mm-hmm. alley. So nobody could get over a grip. And I, I posted the jump from Detroit Dust. Like when you get an attack, you gotta move in the perimeter. And he didn't move in the perimeter. So that at all. I, I wish he would have moved in the perimeter so that we could see. Does this does move the perimeter work? Shit, shit work? Nigga forgot his training. Yeah, like you clearly did. I don't know if you follow him or what, but you gotta log in. The uh have you seen the little girl on his page? No. That tells you like what to do when your mom about to beat you. It's like a, it's like a little girl imitating him. And she like that these steps will su- increase your survivability when you're about to get a spanking or whatever. <laughs> I was like, I hate this little fucking girl. <laughs> I hate that little kid. But he gets trashed around the bowling alley, whatever, whatever. He did get up, you know. He didn't he got die. Up. What got got up and that's walked. what I'm saying. The jump was the least of your worry, yeah. dog. Niggas could have really poked you up. Put, yeah. It's nine niggas. On, on, like niggas could have pulled the pulled the blade out the boot. Robert Parrish looking like 300 and shit. Damn, Robert Parrish alive. That's a blessing because yeah. I definitely thought he was gone. 14 you know, calendars he like, ago. You know who he looked like? One of them crazy birds. Them big ass <laughs> birds. <laughs> It's like ostriches or something, big ass birds. Like, they Robert Parrish alive. Ain't, yeah, look at God. That's yeah, a blessing. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you lucky a nigga ain't pull a blade out. Yeah, it's like, you lucky a nigga ain't pull a blade out, give you a couple prison shivs, whatever, like that. You, you know what I'm saying? And just like niggas, what does he do the next day? Go on the gram. Go on the gram. Yeah, because I, I don't do this in that <laughs> shit. But. That, sh- that shit ain't about shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Real nigga, look at my face. He doing all this shit, making faces in the camera. And it's like, dog, you lucky to escape with your life. You want to antagonize a bunch of gangsters and 
it's not going. It's not going to go the way you think it's going to go, man. Like, and then, and then two days later, he filed the lawsuit. Of course, yeah, that's right on time. Emotional distress, yeah. and a public embarrassment, public humiliation. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's just like it, it's 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 just so predictable, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, if I'm gonna get sued for three million, you fucking right, we gonna jump you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if I know the lawsuit coming, you fucking right, we gonna jump you. But it's like the problem that the nigga had is that you left a whole trail of digital evidence. For a, a a real lawyer, like which of the, you provoking this situation? Yes, uh, the 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 baby's the lawyer. The lawyer is going to basically yeah. be like, "Hey, uh, the judge, the, the counsel. Have, yeah, I have the evidence <laughs> here that <Your> shows <laughs> that shows the plaintiff. <laughs> the, the evidence will show that the plaintiff. I have the evidence <laughs> to show that the plaintiff <laughs> started the inner yeah. the disrespect and the altercation. Yeah. So it's just it's just a dumb situation all the way around, man. And it's just like, hey, man, you know, everybody out there, if you have any measure of success, don't bite the bait on the bullshit. You know, the baby is a fool. He don't care. And he got money to litigate this shit. But the easiest way to go broke is having to fight lawsuits and fucking child support. Yeah. So if you can avoid either one of them, Jones, just, you a know. punch just, in the face will cost you 200 k Ask Vlad. Now you back to making minimum wage. Yeah. Shout out Vlad, by the way, even though Rick Ross and them put the beats on that boy. Once upon a time at a radio station, allegedly. I ain't gonna hold you like I get, I get the beats put on me by a crew of rappers. I ain't gonna hold you from calling Kev. <laughs> you know, that's just real. For sure. It's when, a, it, when, it, when it's over, you like, I ain't dead. Oh shit. <laughs> Call my attorney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't gonna believe this shit. Yeah. I just got jumped by MMG. It's 14 yeah. cameras right in the hallway, yeah. nigga. Leave Rouge, nigga. <laughs> Pull up on me. <laughs> Squirt, a homie squirt. Yo. Alvin Kamara and this homie just knocked his eye socket out. Oh, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. Kamara and them did, did, did yeah. a nigga dirty. And the thing is, it was like, they was like, Philadelphia, it was crazy because they was like, Philadelphia man uh, was assaulted by Alvin Kamara in Vegas. I'm like, that was squirt. Because <laughs> I was with squirt in Vegas before. So I knew it was squirt. I'm like, fuck, that was squirt. But it's, it's like, yeah, if, a, if an athlete or a rapper assaults you, that's an easy paycheck. Like, yeah. it's, it's nothing to even think about. It's, like, a, it's an out-of-court settlement. That's an out-of-court settlement. It's like, yeah. we, that's pre-trial. Like, yeah. How much money, what's what's a suitable amount yeah. for to, so we can avoid litigation? Let me get current market prices <laughs> on all the things I want in my notes, <laughs> and I'll let you. Because you know shit is going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, according to Mad Money, inflation yeah. is at 7.5% across yeah. the board. So Rose gold presidential, <laughs> Lambo truck. Figure the, the Jordan Five, Michigan, they went up. <laughs> they went up. <laughs> yeah. Juwan Howard just smacked yeah. the nigga on TV. <laughs> Speaking of which, Michigan Fives, hey man, fucking <laughs> Fab Five was thirty years ago. <laughs> that was ninety one. Yes, man. That was real live thirty fucking years ago, man. Juwan Howard is fifty nine years old. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah, roundabout. Roundabout. Figure he done in the NBA, so he can't be in it. He played 40, the NBA for 34 20, seasons. 22 years, yeah. And how old is Juwan Howard? We Juwan, Howard is this, Juwan Howard is trending, by the way. Of course he is. 50. Yeah, Juwan Howard is 50. He'll be 50 next month. I'm a grown man. Well, actually, he just turned 49. Okay. So he'll be 50 next month. I'm a grown year. man. I'm 50. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Jawan Howard's gonna—he's gonna be suspended for the rest of the season. I think he's getting fired. 
I, I hope he don't get fired, but at, I don't at want the, him to at get the fired bare minimum, of, he's be, getting suspended. Because of his legacy with Michigan, yeah. like maybe that might keep it. Come on, coach. You know, come on. Like I mean, the, Dean, a, the AD is his man. Come on, Dean. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've been at. He, he told me to suck it, man. He did the DX joint. You know what that means. So today, after the. Uh, who were they playing? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They were Fra- in, in Wisconsin. The in crazy Madison. part is, I was going to bet that game. I was going to take Wisconsin. They were playing Wisconsin, Michigan. Juwan Howard is the coach for Michigan. And after the game, he went, you know, they shake hands, meet at half court. He had some words for the coach because the coach called the timeout. You know, Wisconsin was blowing him out. Mm-hmm. He called the timeout late in the game, and John Howard was like, for what? Yeah, like, fuck is that about? Like, what the fuck? Like, like, because, you know, like, you know how team be up 17 and we score twice? Coach called the timeout, and John like, what the fuck, nigga? We not winning this game. Like, what the fuck was that yeah. for? So he came over, and the coach kind of, like, stopped him, like, from walking past. So don't walk past me, boy. It was, I, I guess if you Juwan Howard, you want to <laughs> – yeah. that's the route you want to go. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's yeah. Black History Month. You know Call me a nigga. Wear a kunta kin- – wear a kunta – wear a kinte cloth, cloth suit. suit. <laughs> exactly. With the little fucking – yeah. with the koofy, yeah. with the kinte cloth koofy. Yeah. Yeah. And put your hands like this yeah. on the table. <laughs> Have Dr. Umar represent you. Yo. But he uh, he walked past. The coach stopped him, whatever. So they had some words, so it started to get a little tense. One of the assistant coaches came up, and Juwan Howard hit him with the... Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> like, he threw a punch, Yo. and then he realized, oh, shit, I'm the coach of Michigan men's basketball team. And then he turned into a slap, and then it turned into a claw at the end. My, my story. <laughs> and then when he Get drew it, out. then he drew it back, and he yeah. it brung back to a punch because you yeah. never know when you got to punch a nigga out. So, on national television, no doubt. And uh, we're laughing about it, and it's funny, but we already kind of had the conversation off air. And basically, what I, what my point was, there comes a time or several times in life as a human, but especially as a man, where you are going to be judged on your ability to check your emotions, right? and hold in some shit that otherwise would have you claw a nigga in the face. And unfortunately, uh, Juwan Howard is going to be judged for this situation. He's going to be punished for this situation, and he may end up being fired. And it's basically going to taint his legacy as in basketball and as a basketball coach, surely because he couldn't remain in his masculine frame and just say, you know what? There's another way to deal with this. We could powwow, whatever, whatever, at another point. But right now, I'm still a little hot from the game. I'm going to just get the fuck out of here. And remove yourself from the negativity. Instead, he decided to yak him a nigga. And then now, he's trending worldwide. You can't put the mascot hand on on the little white The name of this episode is Mascot Hands. Like, because Jawan Howard is 6'10". I know he got mascot hands. On that little white coach. Big (laughs) ass. Squeeze the shit out this nigga face, man. My biggest issue with it is, yo. Again, like we spoke about at the live show, the world is just in a different place. Yes. The sensitivity, the offendedness, the all of that shit is just, it's different nowadays. Mm-hmm. If Juwan, think about it, not Ron Artest and them ran into the crowd and started punching fans lights. Niggas out. that ain't had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like your face. Why you got that popcorn, yeah. my nigga? What's that butter about? <laughs> the nigga threw 
a fucking drink at fucking Ronald Tuss. Ronald Tuss in the crowd like, why you still got all your snacks, pussy? And <laughs> <laughs> lock em. I clearly didn't do it. I have I everything. I clearly didn't do it. I'm holding my snacks. No, that ain't good enough. No, nah, pussy. Any other night but tonight, that would be a that would be a great explanation. But I'm mad already. I feel like these is just some of your snacks <laughs> in your hands. I feel like you have four more I sodas, like my nigga. I feel like you have more snacks, nigga. <laughs> you going night-night, pussy. The greatest part, did you watch the documentary? Of course. The greatest part was when Stephen A. Jackson, Stephen A. Jackson, Stephen <laughs> Jackson, <A>. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson was like, how are we fucking up people's names in this show? The it's big crazy. blood, stack five. Yo, Stephen Jackson was like, Ron Artest comes in the locker room, he sits down and was like, yo, uh, you think we're going to get in trouble? Jermaine O'Neal was like, <laughs> Just looking at the camera. Like, think we gonna get in trouble, nigga? What? Nigga, you lucky we don't get arrested. No, we might be in prison. We gotta hurry up and get the fuck out of Detroit, nigga. Like you tweaking? We gotta get across the state line. You talking about fuck. If, if like think about John Cheney rushing Calipari. Think about Vernon Maxwell going off into the stands. Think about yeah. Bobby Knight hurling the the chair on the the floor. All of them was cool because it was. Pre-crack, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all of that shit was years ago. We don't give a fuck. You could do stupid shit like that. Right. You could, like, Scotty dunked over Patrick Ewan, shoved Pat to the ground, walked over him, then walked over to Spike and said, such a dumbass down. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch-ass movie-making You can't man. do that shit nowadays. Reggie Miller straight did the choke sign and then grabbed his dick in front of Spike and his wife. They put Reggie out back if he tries some <laughs> shit like that now. Cuff this nigga. We gotta we gotta ask some questions. Imagine ima give me some NBA. Imagine uh Dame Lillard dunking on a nigga and then grabbing his dick in front of Guy Fieri and his <laughs> wife. <laughs> All the flavor you need All right here. Flavor you need right here, nigga. It's right here, nigga. <laughs> You'd be out the NBA. You'd be in fucking Singapore. Yeah, you'd be in, you'd be in Siberia Dog, by morning. Not even playing basketball. You'd be on a <laughs> cricket team. What is this big ass battle? <laughs> like, get your ass out there. But that's the reality of it. We're in a different place. So you, as Jawan Howard, you're a legend in that realm. You might not be legendary in the realm of NBA greatness right. because your your career just wasn't great in NBA, but you had a, a a long lengthy career. You won a championship. Granted, LeBron did all the work and gave you a <laughs> ring, <Right>. but <laughs> you know that he got his trip with the oh no, it wasn't with LeBron. It was with the oh six Heat with Wade. Yeah, Wade, right? Wade, Wade, yeah, yeah, yeah Wade and Shaq. Yeah, because I doubt Juwan Howard was still there in twelve. Yeah, no, hell no. He was, he was, he was already put out the pasture by then. Yeah, they had been took his ass out back and shot. Magic him. got the smooth uh, mock neck, no flip on. Okay, Magic. No, Juwan <laughs> Howard won his championship with the thirteen Heat. That's crazy. Yeah, Juwan Howard started hung around three. <laughs> <Just> hung around, <laughs> pulled a Robin Orr. Yo, <laughs> they like, yo, Juwan, you good down there? He, yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> they go on the ventilator. <laughs> Yeah, Juwan, I thought it was with LeBron. Yeah, LeBron got his, got him a chip in 13. And then that's when he finally hung it up. My knees were shot in 09. <laughs> right. But I mean, I'm been on borrowed time for quite a while. But yeah, speaking of borrowed time, Magic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> magic up there on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Moody, what is Thanos was like, Magic Johnson owns everything. He owns Starbucks, gas stations, movie theaters, restaurants. He's like, that nigga got AIDS. They told us he'd be dead in three weeks. Now he's worth $2 billion and owns everything. What kind of AIDS did he have? Financial, Financial AIDS? AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Magic looking good and crazy. Magic looked healthier than every past NBA player. Magic looked healthier than me. No, <laughs> we don't look as good as Magic. No. Oh shit! Look at him. No, you probably own AIDS. <laughs> Shut the hell up! <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't let the virus become Yo. me. I became the uh, virus. I am now yeah. the chairman and CEO yeah. of AIDS. Yeah, I got the maids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Magic look good, man. Doc, Dr. J looked good back there too when he not on. Yo, Dr. J was was fried last night, man. Dr. Yeah, J, like, he, he, ate four e- he ate four edibles. He was stuck. One of the lion niggas from my hood <laughs> told me a story about how he did coke with Dr. J, and they flew to Vegas and brought all these strippers. And I, I he's he's a full of shit individual, yeah. but when I see Dr. J, <laughs> it has some, 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 some realistic features in this story, man. Like, I kind of believe this shit. But anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard is a legend in the Michigan realm of things. Yes. He's, he's all fat Him five. becoming the coach of the team is like a major the fucking major, deal. Major, major, major joint. For you being the coach of young men where the, N- the NCAA already gets enough flack for their handling of these young men who are transitioning into adulthood and to where the NCAA now had to regulate to where they can get paid mm-hmm. because of so much flack for so long. So you as Juwan Howard as the coach of these young men, anybody else in that team could have probably sparked it. Yeah. You cannot debate you cannot. the situation. <laughs> you cannot spark the situation. You are not a $30 million rapper with a rapper yeah. entourage. You, you are, are the coach. You are the coach. You are the, the coach. You are the coach, not the of, baby. Of the, of the children. <laughs> you cannot do that, bro. So him reaching over. And then what crazy part is, like the baby at the bowling alley, the coach with the mascot hand smacking the assistant coach from the other team, you started... Another, if you want to technically call it that, what was the shit going to Detroit? Oh, the malice at the palace. You started another demalice <laughs> with your nonsense. Demalice at Demadison. Because the players started socking each other yeah. and trampling each other and socking out the one white boy from Wisconsin that he got clean the fuck up. Yeah. Black boy, I'm on some on some uh, ninja shit. <laughs> Speed beat him. Speed beat him. The way they do bus drivers. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next. I remember my man no, Haas. No look this nigga. My man Haas asked me, he was like, yo, when I first started, he's like, yo, you ever get speed beat on the bus? I was like, what the fuck is that? He showed me the video. The nigga just ran on the bus. <laughs> the driver couldn't move. That's <laughs> 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 You know, niggas hit a speed back. That's how he was hitting the nigga. Like, Joe. Oh, my God. But you as the coach, you spark yeah, the you can, rumble. You can't spark the melee. You cannot spark the melee, dog. You are tripping. And for that, I don't want... I, I just feel like there, there's no way they're going to let that rock. No. Nah. No. No. Nah. His best case scenario is suspended for the remainder of the season. His worst case scenario is you're banished from the Michigan men's basketball program. And you got to give back your ring. <laughs> from 2013. Yeah, that's a bad one. And the and the banners come back now. <laughs> Cause y'all get resuspended. You know Chris Webber won't even go there. Oh yeah, he's done. Chris Webber won't go there. He don't talk about them niggas. In his as far as Chris Webber's concerned, he wasn't even on the Fab Five. Yeah, it's like what? When when was that? They was the Fab Four. Yeah, when was that? No, yeah. I, now that wasn't me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That was Chris Weber. Yeah, I came straight from high school. <laughs> I, I didn't even go to college. Was, I don't like, know shit about shit. That Kevin was that Burnett did it first my ass. I was ready. I did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, shout out to Jawan Howard. You know, I hope you don't get burned. Yeah, our thoughts and prayers is with you, uh, uh, Jay Howard. You just got to make better decisions going forward. Be a better leader, man, because uh, this is going to have potential ramifications, not just for you but for all black coaches because your ethnic image is a very important aspect of who you are. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and even though basketball is a heavily, you know, dominated black game and everything like that, you know, like we talked about in the NBA, from the players to the coaches to the executives, whatever, whatever, there is a fair and equitable representation of black people in the game, in and around the game past the players. And you have to understand that you are a role model, you are an important figure, and you can't just go out here clawing niggas in the face with mascot hands. You you cannot do that. No. You can't do it. You just can't. It don't matter what they did first, whatever the case may be, you can't do it. You got to exercise grace and just shoo, remove yourself from certain situations. Because if not, you're going to get all of the fucking blame. Yeah, and I, you know, somebody did tweet today, like, I ain't going to hold y'all, man. This Black History Month been kind of lit. Been I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, every day is some new fucking nonsense during this month. Um, In a light of positivity, we've been talking about the rumbles and yeah. <laughs> the, the, the nonsense. Let's talk about the billions. Yeah. Because Lil Duvall had a tweet the other day. And I did see this tweet. Ironically, yeah. I never see anything, but I did see this. Little Duvall tweeted, real billionaires see human as livestock. Remember that next time y'all glorify and praise any of them. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a little short-sighted. Very short-sighted. Clearly, you didn't get a deal with somebody. <laughs> Something <laughs> right. weird happened. Right. Them crackers. Them crackers. But Meek <laughs> commented on the tweet. And whenever you see quoted by Meek Mill, you think, oh, oh shit. It's all sooky sooky there. Oh, yeah. Right, here we go. Um, I was about to say, Jalen Rose is wild, and that's Usher. <laughs> Is Usher still part owner of the Cleveland Cavs? He has to be. Has that to nigga be, is yeah. icy as fuck right yeah. now. Usher got that Vegas residency. Mm -hmm. He had the motherfucking Usher Bucks. He owned part of the Cavaliers. Uh, somebody just told a story about Usher recently. They said, yeah, I was partying with Usher and Nelly and somebody else. They said, man, I felt poor. I forget oh, yeah. who it was. He's like, yeah, nigga been getting money since he was 14. What the fuck you want? That nigga bought the house that Puffy had him staying in when he first got signed. Said, I really like this. I'm going to buy this. This is great. Yeah, a couple years. <laughs> I got movement. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanna I wanna buy everything. You know what I'm saying? Lead a dog too. Yeah. Puff like, let me just get my thong. Let me, let me, let me get all my shit out of here. Let me get my cock yeah. ring and I'm out your hair. You know what I'm saying? out your way, Playboy. <laughs> you want the cock ring? Little suitcase of dildos. I'm yeah. up out of here. You feel Jeff me? Hamilton. The legend. Bitch just say I'm the man. I tell him, never mind. I'm gonna get Jeff Hamilton to make me a leather, like a custom one on one. Yeah, you need to make us a TRP, 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 John. Yeah, Jeff Hamilton's the fucking man. Stone Cold legend. Radio Michael City. Jackson had Mike. a motherfucking Jeff Hamilton jacket, man. Shit different. But yeah, little little Duvall tweeted that, and Meek Mill quoted the tweet, and Meek Mill said, "I got some black, white, and Asian billionaire friends. That's a lie." And I, my, I well, honestly, I thought about it. And I'm just like. Yeah, I know successful white people. I know successful black people. I know successful Palestinians, all kinds of shit. Yeah. That don't have this. Now, I don't know billionaires, but y'all love Jay-Z, and he's a billionaire. 
I don't think Jay Z. I mean, probably. here's the thing. I know people like Michael Rubin in particular, right? Because we said we already said Michael Rubin is pretty much half black at this point. Uh-huh. Like I know people that know Michael Rubin. Like a friend of mine deals with Michael Rubin's ex-wife, and he's like, "Yo, he's the greatest guy ever." Like this motherfucker is like he's the coolest, most gracious person. Like he just fucking want to make sure everybody's straight, have a good time, whatever the fucking case may be. Did you see he, the whole Super Bowl ticket shit with him? No. So he was uh. <laughs> They were doing like a, a press junket or whatever, and he was saying how he was getting ready to go to the Super Bowl, you know, for the for the game or whatever. This was after the Sixers game or whatever, yeah. the last one they had. With the, I think it was, whatever the last game they had before the Super Bowl. But the reporter was like, "Hey, Mike, man, I know you probably can afford it. Do you got extra tickets to the Super Bowl?" And Mike was like, "Since you asked me like that, and I I, I respect that, he's like, I actually do have an extra ticket. Do you want to go?" And he was like, "Yeah." So he took him to the Super Bowl with him. Damn. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, proof positive. Yeah. Mike Rubin, thorough nigga. You know yeah. what I'm saying? White guy, thorough nigga. Yeah. And it's like, you know, his. you got to judge people off of their history. It's easy to just group people together and just say, all of these people that are mega rich are inherently evil and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, so basically what you're telling me is Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, uh, Balmer, Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine, uh... Robert Smith, Michael Jordan, Bob Johnson, uh, the lady from Nigeria. You're basically just telling me that all of these people are just inherently evil because they made so much money. Right. On the tweet itself, there are people that are like, there's no ingenuity or, uh, or, or intelligence that it takes to become a billionaire. You just have to use people. And I'm just like, that, that's not true. Like, that is false. Do you know how hard it is to make a billion dollars, number one? Then number two, to maintain and to continue earning, you have to do some innovative world-changing shit usually. <laughs> or you have to take some form of a process that already exists and right-size it and fix it to the point where you transform it to where you almost don't even recognize the way that it was before. Right. So to just summarily dismiss like, oh, it just only thing you got to do to be a billionaire is exploit people. It's like, no, because look at Kanye West. Kanye West is, uh, is reportedly worth $10 billion. He's on a board at Gap. He's, uh, he still doesn't have his board seated Adidas, but he's got, you know, a, a royalty joint venture deal with Adidas. He's uh, in partnership with Balenciaga and Demna. And he's been walking around for the last year giving people money. Right. Like, he basically, he and other people that I know have confirmed Kanye's a walking lick. You right. bump into Kanye, you got a good business idea, cool. Give me your bank account information. I'm going to have my account and wire you half a million dollars. Like, he's just walking around giving away money. So with that being said, it's just like he just gave Pusha T his master's back. He gave Big Sean his master's back. Him and Big Sean still got a discrepancy over some other accounting shit. He allegedly owes six million, blah, blah, blah. They're going to fix that. But with that being said, it's like, yo, to just group people together as just being inherently evil because they have money is disingenuous and it's rooted in envy and jealousy. Because if you had a billionaire friend and they was letting you reap all the benefits of them being a billionaire... Guess the fuck what? You wouldn't turn it down. Right. Oh, no, you evil, dog. Ain't no, I ain't fucking with you. Right. I ain't getting on these private jets. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And a lot of people project certain things until they're the beneficiary of something, and then their whole worldview fucking does a 180 and completely turns around. 
I'm not rejecting the notion that, yes, there are evil billionaires out there, but guess what? It's evil poor niggas out here, too. Yeah, <laughs> and I done been harmed by way more evil poor niggas than evil billionaires. I agree with you. I just had to go look it up. Usher is 43. Yeah. His hairline is still on the it's front. Immaculate. It's on his forehead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that shit ain't even re begin to go into the rears. Yeah. He got a 16-year-old hairline. That's that's some you talk about that's impressive. Talk about rejuvenated. He love. got the same hairline from when yeah. he was fourteen. Yeah, hanging with Grand Hill. Yeah, that's the one thing with like having a an, an, an abundance of money. You're you're like just healthier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You never really start aging until yeah, you you're like you ain't, 90. You ain't taking none of them parabens you and know, sulfates in. You got money. You only age when you stress and you're using abundance of drugs. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock in one of his old stand-ups was like, when you got money, your imperfections become some shit you, like, planned. Right. Like, if you go in bald and you become rich, you got a part. Is Harden playing? I thought Harden wasn't playing. Man, that nigga got a uniform on. I'm, I'm big confused. What Chuck say? Oh, yeah, he healthy now. He got traded. So no, I do. I, I don't. I don't like speaking in absolute terms about anybody. So I'm not going to agree with Lil Duval's tweet. Um, you know, he's done business with you know with with I think with Netflix, with you know MTV, Viacom, other billion dollar entities and shit like that. So I'm not down with just summarily grouping uh you know billionaires all together as just being some evil fucking force sent here to ruin us. Like right. I don't believe that because look at somebody like Elon Musk, right? He challenged the World Health Organization a couple months ago, and nobody's talking about this. He said, yo, every fucking day, y'all tweet me with some shit talking about how billionaires this and billionaires that, and if we had a certain amount of money, we could cure world hunger, and nobody deserves to be a billionaire, blah, blah, blah. He tagged the World Health Organization, said, hey, if any of you motherfuckers, he didn't say motherfuckers, but that's what he meant. If any of you motherfuckers that works for the World Health Organization can show me the math on how much money it takes to cure world hunger, I will sell my Tesla stock and cut the motherfucking check. They still haven't responded. Because it's all bullshit. All these nonprofit organizations, Red Cross, World Health, the vast majority of their bread is spent on guess what? But up, but but up, but employee overhead, fucking executive salaries and bonuses, company cars, fucking marketing expenses, shit like that to make y'all think they are some phenomenal fucking organization that gives back. On average, less than 10% of the money that gets distributed through nonprofit organizations goes back to the people that need the fucking money. Yeah. Billionaires are not the problem. No. We're fucking organizations like World Health Organization, Red Cross, all this bullshit, fucking Salvation Army, where majority of their bread goes to the fucking employees in the marketing of the organization is the problem. I thought it was pretty interesting. Misappropriation that, of funds. I thought it was pretty interesting that most of that money that went out with the uh, the two trillion uh, stimulus thing that went yeah. out, you know, the money didn't go to like, it went to banks. It went to banks and organizations yeah. and infrastructure and private companies and shit. That yeah. money didn't go that majority of that money didn't go to the people. So it's like they was but but you know what part of the money they were arguing over? How much of it should go to the people. Right. So if you want to call anything or anybody evil, government is fucking evil. Right. Because in a time of need, your government is supposed to step in and right size and fix whatever the fucking problem is. The Canadian government, from what I understand, up until a few months ago, was still distributing $2,000 a month to every natural born Canadian citizen in the form of a stimulus while the 
coronavirus pandemic was going on, including CEOs of companies and all of that shit. Now, a CEO of a company don't necessarily need that money. But if we just saying, hey, we got 2000 a month across the board, that's 24 bands a year as a stimulus for everybody and everybody fucking gets the money. So guess what? The nigga that got, that's got no money a month coming in, him getting 2000 is a life-altering amount of money. Yeah. So to evenly just distribute and say, hey, the only thing y'all got in common is y'all all fucking Canadian. Y'all all Canadian. Y'all got the same 24. Boom. He go $2,000 a month. The American government gave us 1400 Motherfucker still fucking uh, Byron still talking about that shit to this day. I mean, you know, I hope y'all, hopefully y'all ain't spend it all in one place. <laughs> like, it's like that sort of shit. It's like, yo, it was $1,400. Like, have you checked the price on motherfucking, uh, on, on sneakers on StockX right now? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. but it's, it's like that sort of thing. So it's like, yo, a lot of people just be misdirecting their anger out of scarcity and lack, and they just want to blame billionaires. But guess what? During the pandemic, we documented this shit through Patreon and through our regular show. 550 new billionaires got created. 5,000-something new millionaires. So what does that tell you? Just because this person's getting rich don't mean you can't get rich too. So the whole the whole anger and the, the upsetness is misdirected. Jeff Bezos, uh, uh, not Bezos, uh, uh, Musk, Elon Musk, once again, he's going to pay $11 billion in taxes this year. Right. Nobody's talking about that shit. Yeah. Nobody's talking about $11 billion in taxes. And guess what's going to happen? None of you motherfuckers are going to reap the benefits of it. You know why? Because government is the American government is fucked up. Yeah, they're going to uh, put some salt <laughs> down with the snow and, you know, keep that's, it moving. That's about it. They're going to throw some playgrounds up, some motherfucking swing sets, put some salt down, and that's all you niggas is getting. Yeah. All you white niggas, Indian niggas, Asian niggas, black, that's all y'all getting. Some playgrounds with some swing sets, maybe a couple sliding boards, and some salt when it snows. That's all y'all are getting. Big facts. And some fucking plaques on the highway that you didn't ask for. Yeah. You know what government? We know what this particular government is doing, and the governments historically giving you shit you didn't ask for oh, or yeah. shit you didn't vote for. That's evil. Yeah. If I'm running a for-profit business and I'm turning a profit, guess what? You might want me running your motherfucking country because obviously I'm doing a better job at this shit than your politicians are at running yeah. the government. But I digress. Yeah, that's a that's a joint we could be here for the next couple of days it, because it's it's a rabbit hole. It go you go in so many different ways and directions with it, but it's just like, yo, you could show people, hey, here's billionaire A. He did all these great things. Billionaire B and assuming like, nope, evil. Nope. Uh this last topic I kind of want to do on Patreon. Okay. Black tokenism. Yeah. And how the manipulative octaves that are optics that happen in the workplace when it comes to whites using blacks to get listen, I, boy. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go to Patreon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get me going about these silly niggas out here. It's fucked up though that like in the workplace, like the black supervisors are stone cold dickheads. They're the worst ones. And the white, like it's it's insane how that is. But I know just from the street, like being on the street, we have white supervisors that legitimately will not bother you yeah. about it. It don't matter what you're wearing. It don't matter what you got going on. How early you are, nothing. Then we got black supervisors that literally they make it a thing to like get out of the truck. And you, I talk. Big shit. Right. <laughs> like, I, like d don't come up to the bus talking crazy yeah. to me because we're going to flip this. I had one chick, she came up just, oh, you, you don't know where you're supposed to be at? I'm like, I, you meant good morning. She's like, excuse me? I'm like, you meant good morning because I'm a human, you a human, we work at the same place. I'm pretty sure you meant to start with good morning. How are you? Mm. No? She, uh, good morning. I, I'm like, yeah, like, let's act like we both went to kindergarten and we got parents who <laughs> right. taught us fucking right from wrong. <laughs> right. Before you go down this rabbit hole and I have to haul up and put your husband in a headlock in two weeks. Like, <laughs> it, it'd be like that. And it, 
We patreon.com <laughs> slash official TRPE. Because right, that, that, that one, uh, like I tell you, watching it go on be crazy as fuck. Yeah. It'd be nuts. And now that I've like emotionally disconnected from my job, it, 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 you really see it for what it's worth and how bad it really is. It's nuts. But uh, this has been a great show. Um, One last John before we get out of here. Uh, Mitchell and Ness sold for $250 million. I thought that's what we talked about. We did. We never discussed. We it? never discussed it. We talked we about Mike the Rube. whole meek and Mike whole, didn't, didn't even touch on it. I'm so, sorry. Back to the evil billionaires thing, real quick before we wrap up. Mitchell and Ness. There goes that. Mitchell and Ness sold for 250 million to a group that is owned by the Fanatics, which is one of Mike Rubin's companies. Mm-hmm. So Fanatics, Jay Z, Lil Baby, and Meek Mill. Um, Fanatics is going to retain 75% ownership. The re- remaining ownership stake of 25% will be divvied up amongst. Those guys. Those those guys or whatever the case may be. So now if you're counting, uh, Michael Rubin cut Meek in on the Lids deal. Mm-hmm. Now he's cut Jay-Z and Lil Baby and Meek in on this Mitchell and Ness deal. Um, so this is, again, a billionaire showing and proving people that are around them, putting them onto real equitable opportunities, uh, mailbox money that's going to deliver for their families forever because if one thing we know about Michael Rubin, he knows he absolutely knows how to scale in vertical business. He's mm-hmm. done it time and time again. Fucking Rula La, uh, the closeout sneaker business that he owned, the Sixers now, like fanatics. Like he absolutely is a strategic businessman, knows exactly what he's doing, and he's down for the culture and with the culture. And, um, you know, this is like a big, a big deal. You know what I'm saying? A couple of people from Philly, a little salty about it, feeling like they're getting left out of history and stuff like that. That's a whole nother story. Still going on. <laughs> Still going on for about a week now. What do you mean? Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew nothing yeah, about Yeah, people, this. you know, people are a little upset. You know what I'm saying? People want credit for stuff that happened 22 years ago, stuff like that. It's getting strange. Uh, but congratulations to... Fanatics group, Mike Rubin, Jay-Z, Lil Baby, Meek Mill, the hometown hero, for closing that deal and, um, you know, bringing Mitchell and Ness back to some locally owned um, hands here. And hopefully they do, you know, do right by the brand, continue to help with the awareness. I know they're going to market the fuck out of it and, uh, you know, and bring Mitchell and Ness back to the forefront. Yeah. Other than that. Uh, this Wednesday, February 23rd, 10 a.m., go to officialtrpe.com, hit new tab on there, hit the tour tab. Uh, at, at least four of the markets will be announced on Wednesday. We can't keep waiting because these shows are, like, vastly approaching. So at least four of the markets, ticket links and everything will be dropped on Wednesday. Uh, still waiting on D.C., and we're still putting together the Philly show, which was already a separate announcement anyway. So look out for the tour information, uh, Atlanta, New York City, uh, Wilmington, Delaware at the Queen and then also uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. All of those are fully executed, ready to go. So those tickets will be on sale this Wednesday. Hopefully we can get DC to add them up and then throw that in there as well. If not, it'll be a separate announcement for uh, DC, but we absolutely are not going to not come to the DMV area. Y'all fuck with us heavy. It's our second biggest market overall on um, the consolidated DMV area. We absolutely love y'all had people from the DMV came up for the show in December and things like that. So we absolutely are not going to do this tour without coming to that area plus it's gonna be a vibe people from philly gonna come down all that cool shit so it's gonna be a big deal so that's that so official trp.com this wednesday 10 a.m uh hit uh the the new tab boom go to tour all the tour information gonna be right there on one page 
Uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. Um, I'm going to be enjoying my vacation. Um, it's not going to be uh, quite warm enough for some beach photos and none of that, none of that but y'all going to catch this drip on IG. Follow me on the gram, cdiddy.trp. And I will be getting my Jared Allen on here <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> I'll just be smoking more hookah. Yeah, hookah. That's what it is. We out. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.